guys. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Unfiltered with Sahar. What? <laughs> another episode this quick? She's being consistent? Who the fuck is this person? <laughs> Loud. Um, listen, I just had an eventful week, so I thought I'd fill you guys in whilst it's still fresh on my mind. And my juices are still flowing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, so let's just get right into it because I, there's so much for me to fill you guys in on. It's a lot. Um, uh, what's the first thing? Oh, okay. So um, something that I forgot to mention in my last podcast that I feel like I need to tell all of you ladies out there because, oh my God. <laughs> um, so backstory. For our anniversary, Blondie, like I had told you guys, had gotten me a jar with a hundred handwritten notes of why he loves me. And it was so cute. But the second part of my gift he gave me later because it had shipped late. Um, so he gives me this box and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I open the wrapping and it says water glider. And I'm like, wait a second, stop, don't kill me. I open it and, okay, backstory to this, a couple months ago, I had seen on TikTok this new sex toy for women that this woman had created and it was like a small business, female owned. So all of us girls have done lots of creative things to masturbate when we were younger, okay? We've used electric toothbrushes. We've used those removable shower heads if we were lucky enough to have them. Now, for the real creative girlies who weren't blessed to have a removable shower head or an electric toothbrush, we performed the age-old hack of getting into your bathtub, scooting your butt, all the way under the bathtub faucet, throwing your legs up in the air and letting the water from the faucet hit your clit. So it was some like real like gymnastics, Cirque du Soleil, Pilates ass shit going on. Okay, like we were dedicated to the gasm. Okay, so now what this new toy is, it's like, it's basically like a, a long plastic funnel that you attach to your bathtub faucet, and then that way you don't have to scoot your butt underneath where the water flows because that funnel flows the water um, further down. I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly. But then that way you can like sit back and relax and lay down in your bathtub because again, it directs the flow of water further down so you can enjoy the same benefits fucking genius. Okay. I am literally angry that I did not think of this myself. Like honestly, clap, clap, big thank you to the woman who created this toy. Um, but yeah, Blondie bought it for me and I've used it a couple of times now. And let me tell you, uh, I'm literally getting goosebumps. <laughs> the heat from the warm water and then the pressure is just like, mwah, like chef's kiss on my pussy. Okay. Unreal. I'll post it on my socials so that 
you ladies can also get one for yourselves. Or if you're a guy listening to this, get one for your girlfriend, okay? Oh my God, get one for your girlfriend. Major brownie points, okay? If, oh yeah, if you want your girlfriend to love you even more, you will buy her one of these. (laughs) Um, oh, it's so good. Um, so, so in other news in, in like more recent news, um, I've had a couple of experiences this past week that I just need to like update you guys on. So last episode, I told you guys how I met this Iranian guy on Tinder and he was really cool and the conversation was really stimulating and I was excited to meet him because, again, this doesn't happen very often. So I went out with him on Wednesday, okay, this past Wednesday. So surprisingly, let me tell you something, he was way cuter than his pictures. Um, and I think I said this before, like men don't know how to take And then how to pick good pictures for their profiles. So I was pleasantly surprised when I met him and, you know, he was cute and he was such a good vibe. Um, We went to a bar and had some drinks and he was super cool. He's very, I want to say, Toronto man vibe. Um, He's got like the Toronto barber cut and he's got like the, you know, wearing a hoodie on a date kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Very like Toronto man's. It's very different from what I would usually be attracted to. And I think that's why it's so interesting to me. Um, I've never been into this look, but for some reason, like I find him super cute and that's probably because his personality like kind of adds to it. You know what I mean? Um, so we spent a few hours just talking and getting to know each other. And, and I think at one point he was telling me something about his life that was just a little bit sad, like something recent that had happened in his life. And I was all like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's so sad. Um, and then he leans in and gives me a hug. And then when he pulls back, he like pulls me in again and starts kissing me. So I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) He was a really good kisser. Um, I mean, not really. He was a good kisser. Um, But at this point, after that last fucking taco man, I don't trust kissing anymore. (laughs) I'm almost like this could be misleading. Um, So whatever. We eventually decide to get out of there and we end up back at my place. We get to my house and we're making out whatever standard, you know, (laughs) it's a sequence of events. Um, he's sitting on my couch and I, you know, unzip his pants. I go down on him. Things are cute. Things are dandy. He lifts me up. Now, first off, I am a thicker girl. Okay. And if you are a thicker girl, not every guy can lift you up and you need a stronger man to do that. So, Because it doesn't happen as often, when it does happen, like, my pussy was like fucking Niagara Falls, okay? I was like, oh, my God. So he throws me on the bed. And so far, so good, right? Wrong. (laughs) This is where things started to go a little bit downhill. And I was, uh, uh. so, okay. One of the boundaries on me and Blondie's list is that we both have pictures of each other on our nightstands, okay? 
My picture of Blondie is a photo that I took of him when we went to that sex dungeon for my birthday. It's really, like, it's a super sexy photo. He's sitting on this red velvet couch naked, but then a very strategically placed pillow is uh, covering his dick. So, um, uh, what should we call this new guy? Um... Let's call him Mr. Six because he's Toronto AF, okay? So so from what Mr. Six told me, when he came into my room, he got super in his head because he saw that photo of Blondie and I guess that made him start spiraling mentally and feeling bad and and feeling like he was doing something wrong. You know what I mean? I get it. Um... And, and needless to say, homeboy could not perform, uh, if you know what I mean, uh, because he was stuck in his head. And because he was stuck in his head, he couldn't get hard um, necessarily. Now, I do think that Blondie's photo definitely could have been a factor, okay? I think another factor could be what my therapist and and certain men have told me is that I am a very strong personality and I give off very powerful, dominant vibes as a woman. And this in turn intimidates some men. I think another factor that freaked him out, actually maybe it's like a bunch of things. So so when he went down on me, um, he didn't really, <laughs> he was... He was maybe he was just too excited um, because I feel like some guys are just so excited and they're just like la 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 that they they forget to take their time to learn how the girl that they're playing with how her body works because not all girls are the same you know and don't get me wrong he wasn't like Taco Man okay Taco Man was fucking insanity no 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 like uh, Mister Six knew where a clit was, but it was just like too much, too fast, too soon. You know what I mean? I had to be like, hey, slow down. And like, I, I, I was like, give me your finger. And I would place it where like, it feels good for me. I'm like, okay, here, like right here, just, just like that. Like, so maybe that made him feel a little bit like, oh shit, like she's teaching me how to, I don't know. It could tickle some guy's egos. I don't know. This is all, I'm just speculating. Um, I think another point could be my podcast, like knowing as a man that your performance is going to be talked about later, I'm sure that can put a lot of pressure mentally on a person, which is usually why I tell guys not to listen to my podcast if I know I'm going to be involved with them. And I should have done that and I didn't and I forgot. I don't know. I guess I think it's just like, you know, too much pressure to perform, I don't know. Um, and then the last point maybe could be that it's new for him to be involved with a girl who is ethically non-monogamous. So it's like uncharted territory. And I guess it, it can take a minute for a guy to wrap his head around the fact that he's fucking someone's girlfriend. You know what I mean? And, and the boyfriend is knows about it and is okay with it. It's just, I don't know. I'm just speculating. These could be some reasons why... Um, needless to say, he he tried at least to make sure I was having a good time. Um, but then there's there's something about me. Um, I can come super 
super easily vaginally, okay? If I'm getting fingered and my G-spot is being like, nah, 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 I will come super easy. The kicker is um, that, I mean, I had to tell him again how to do that too. I was like, in and up, in and up, does she? Like, come on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it was good. Like, it was good. He made me come a, a couple times vaginally, which which was good. But the winning factor for me with any guy is if they can make me come clitorally because that takes a lot longer for me and it needs a certain level of technique that only someone who really knows what they're doing can achieve. So, yeah. With him, I came vaginally with his fingers, not necessarily clitorally, which is like, still good, but you know what I mean? Like overall, I guess it was just like, I don't know. I, I I guess it was a little bit, a little bit disappointing because when you're hooking up with someone, the energy you get from them turns you on as well. Do you know what I mean? It has to be like same energy, knowing they're into it as much as you are, you know? And, and I guess because he wasn't fully present, I feel like it was just half-assed. Um, I do like him as a person though. So I don't know, like, do we, do I give him another chance? <laughs> like, do we do a redo? Will the second time be better? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And another reason could honestly, let's just be realistic for a second. Maybe he wasn't into me. Like maybe he was just like, mm, not into it. You know what I mean? Like it, it could be, it could be anything. And if that's the case, then like, eh, whatever. Like, Sure. You know, um, hmm. we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's kind of been just like, mm, bleh. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways, the next day I was on the phone with uh, Blondie and I was telling him about what happened and how I was just like, ugh, like the last two experiences I've had didn't really work out. And they weren't as well, they weren't as good as I hoped they would be. So I feel kind of like, ugh, like just like, bleh. And as I'm on the phone with Blondie, this other guy that I had matched with on Tinder as well messages me and he's like, hey, are we still on for tonight? Now, backstory, <laughs> I went out with Mr. Six on Wednesday, okay? On the Monday... I had matched with a guy from L.A. who was just visiting Toronto for work. Like he was going to leave on the Friday. I thought he was a white guy. Okay. Turns out homeboy was Armenian Iranian. And let me tell you when like, oh man, he looked like a Ken doll. If there was an Armenian Iranian Ken doll, that's what he looked like. So we're just going to call him Ken. I'm talking like boor, blonde-ish hair, blue eyes, tall, a nice build. <laughs> like, ugh. Um, again, you guys know I'm not necessarily, like, it's not my first choice, the whole blonde, blue-eyed look. But but imagine those colors but with Persian features, like new fetish unlocked, okay? Armenians are fucking hot. <laughs> like, um, actually, you know what? No, no, let's not call him Ken. He's from LA, 
Hollywood is in L.A., so let's call him Woody, okay? Woody. Woody is what we're going to call him. So Woody was really cute. Like, Hassan, like, just... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, it's just, like, you just, ah, I get like flustered because he was just so cute. Um, and then again, learning that he was Iranian just like sealed the motherfucking deal, like nail in the coffin. So now going back again, Thursday morning when I was on the phone with Blondie telling him how, you know, I, the last two escapades I had were just, ugh, and like, all I want is just one fully good experience where I just get my mind blown or just interact with someone who can just even match my energy. And like I said, as I'm saying this, Woody messages me and he's like, hey, are you still good to meet tonight? Because I'm flying back tomorrow. So I tell Blondie, obviously, and again, side note, one of the boundaries that we have on our list is that we can only have one escapade a month. And seeing as how I had been with Mr. Six the night before, I was like, fuck, now I can't, you know, pursue this Woody guy and oh, that sucks. But when I told Blondie what he had just messaged me with, Blondie's like, no, it's okay, you can go. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm giving you a free pass this time because this guy doesn't even live here and this is like a one-time chance and maybe he'll be good. So like, fuck it, do it, go for it. I'm like, I want you to have a good time. And I was like, I never thought I could love you more, but every time you do something, I love you even more and I fucking love you. <laughs> I was like, fuck yes. So I text Woody and I'm like, yeah, tonight works for me, send. Where's your hotel located? Send. Actually, it doesn't matter. Meet me at this bar. Send. Around 8.30, I go to this bar, which is conveniently located across the street from my house. <laughs> um, and I'm sitting there, and he comes in, and if he was like a 10 out of 10 in his photos, in person, he was a... 8.95, which is still pretty good. Honestly, he was still really cute. So again, you know, typical, we talk, we get to know each other. It turns out that we know a couple of the same people in LA and I make him laugh a couple of times and he was all like, oh my God, you're so funny, which was a compliment. But like for a, like a, literal split second I was like what girls can't be funny <laughs> I don't know I was just like overthinking it but again it was just for a split second um and then we start talking about dating apps and how our experiences have been and which ones we are even on um I mentioned field and he's like oh yeah field can get a little bit weird and I'm like yeah totally it can be too much too soon at times but there's also good people but you just have to kind of look through it so you have to do a little bit of work and he says, yeah, I, I'm kinky, but some people are too into your face with their kinks. To Again, which I agree with sometimes. And then, uh, you know, I ask him, I'm like, oh, okay, so what are your kinks? And he's like, well, I have a foot fetish. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Because I have never had an experience with a guy who has a foot fetish, like who actually has a foot fetish. I didn't really know what to expect or what it, you know, entails and what it the vibe is, you know. So needless to say, I was super intrigued. I'm super like, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, دیدی بعضی موقع انگلیسی یادت میره میدونم که کنجکاو میخوام بگم curious there we go I was <laughs> I was super curious about what was gonna happen um, and then he goes on to say how he's super dominant in bed like super but with the right person and the right rapport and the right trust he can also be in a more submissive mindset but that's not his baseline and it's only you know after Um, knowing the person and trusting them. And I was like, yeah, totally, totally love that. And he's like, yeah, eye contact is super big for me. And I was like, <gasps> like oh my God. <laughs> my literal, like my vagina was quivering at this point. <laughs> I'm like, June Baba. <laughs> um, I had been waiting to experience a like super, super, super dominant guy. Um, and I was really excited. And then he asked me what my kinks are, and I start listing them off. And he's like, nice, love that, fuck, you're like, you're so cool, da-da-da. And then he's like, so what do you say we get out of here and try it out? And I'm like, um, why do you think I picked a bar across the street from my house? <laughs> Insert devil emoji here. <laughs> so we leave. We go to my place, and again, fucking sequence of events. You make out, da-da-da, tra-la-la. It progresses to my bedroom, where he fucking grabs my neck and slams me against the wall. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> um, literally rips off my pants. Obviously, I'm wearing cute lingerie, like, duh. So he's like, let, give, you know, give me a turn. Let me see what I'm getting tonight. So I do a little, like, seductive, like, eh, and a little cha, and a little blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he starts grabbing my ass. And you guys all know, your girl was blessed in the derriere. So, and he knew that I, I like getting spanked. So he starts doing that. But then while he's doing that, he is just, like, saying things to me. And... I've talked about this before. I will die on this hill. I love a man who knows how to dirty talk. Like, I think I could honestly just come by a guy just saying the right things and saying things to me. It was super hot. And <sighs> it was really good. <laughs> so um, I, I go down on him. And obviously, one of my tricks when giving a blowjob is the eye contact and the theatrics, if you want to call it that. So the fact that he would stare into my eyes, too, was just touching me on this fucking, like, soul level of hotness that I was, I don't know, I just, I think I'm wet right now. <laughs> like, I just can't, like, ah, I'm getting hot. It's really, whew. it was, ah. um, I also loved how, long the foreplay lasted i think when having sex the foreplay is the best part because it's how you really get each other like revved up and yearning for it you know um now the next part was new for me so after putting on a condom um he lifts my legs up onto his shoulders and he starts fucking me right but then He takes my foot and he puts my big toe into his mouth and he starts sucking it. Now, it tickled. <laughs> um, 
it didn't really like it, it again i'm not like a f- foot fetish person so it did didn't do anything for me but what it did do and what made it hot was the fact of how turned on it made him does that make sense like seeing how turned on he got just from sucking my toe turned me on even more because again like the other person's energy also you know you feed off of that and it like just makes you more into it um so first it was my big toe and then he took that out and then he started sucking the other four that part was uh, i don't want to say weird but it just looked a bit weird because like imagine like having four other toes in your mouth his mouth was kind of it just i don't know it looked kind of (laughs) it was really funny (laughs) but um I don't know that that feeling was just for a moment because um again I was getting fucked and I was about to come. So I was like uh, lol but uh. <laughs> I mean, um again what I loved and honestly was just like uh so good was how dominant he was and how he was just like throwing me around and changing up the positions and like he he put me in this one position where it's not even that crazy but I guess like I hadn't necessarily like done this like super simple ass position before um and maybe it's because he his dick was straight so it wasn't curved um but like basically i was on my side but with my knees to my chest and then he was on the bed on his knees fucking me normally but again i was on my side with my legs up i don't know if i'm giving you a correct visual but in that position I literally came three times in the span of five minutes because it was just hitting the right place. You know what I mean? It was insane. Um, And then I realized, I'm like, damn, this is a cute position because one, he gets an amazing view of my ass. And two, I am just having the fucking time of my life. You know? Again, though, like, I think the kicker was just the eye contact. The entire time it was like we were in this like staring contest and I fucking loved it. Like eye contact mixed with the dirty talk. Ugh, game over. I am on cloud nine. It was like, it was a very like, do you like how I'm fucking you? Yes, I do. Open your mouth and spits in mine and then starts ferociously making out with me again. Looks in my eyes, flips me over into a new position, locks eyes again. You better not stop looking at me even when you come. <laughs> it was just, woo. I'm sweating right now, okay? I'm sweating just reliving this because... I can't like at one point he was fingering me and just as I would get close to coming, he would stop and he would edge me. Okay. That I don't even know what to tell you. Like edging, excuse me. Like the primal, just like, (laughs) what the fuck kind of noise was that? Like the primal, like energy was real, you know, like, Fuck. I haven't found a guy who can make me come like Blondie does, but Woody. Woody was just as good as Blondie. In the two hours that we were going at it, I came like I think a little bit over 10 times and it was wonderful. I'm still glowing over it all, okay? The only fucked up thing is, yeah, I'll, like, 
probably never see him again, which kind of sucks, but whatever. I mean, unless I go to L.A. and visit my friends, at which point homegirl would text him and be like, hey, I'm in your city. You want to show me what that dick do? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Damn. I find a good one. I find a good one. And he doesn't even live here. <laughs> Sean's a cutie. Um, when I told Blondie about it the next day, he was happy for me. But I could tell it was tickling him a little bit. And, and when I asked him to let me know what he was feeling so that we could talk it through, he said that it just tickled his ego and jealousy a bit more than usual because... It sounded like I had had a better time with Woody than I have with him, to which I explained was not the case. The experience with Woody was just something different. You know what I mean? It was just novelty and new energy. And and Blondie has his nights where he is in a more dominant mode and it's fucking hot as fuck. But at the end of the day, there's also that love that we share that makes it so much more fulfilling and so different, you know? Um, After I had told them of my experience with Woody, me and Blondie actually proceeded to have the best fucking sex. Like, Blondie proceeded to edge me for the next two days. Like, we would fuck, and right before I would, like, I was gonna come, he would stop. (laughs) And then he'd go down on me and start eating my pussy. And then right when I was about to fucking clump clitorally, he would stop. Like, and I was like, ah! Needless to say, I was fucking begging for it, okay, by the day after. And when he finally let me come, I had the most intense, like, minute-long orgasm. It was wild. So... If you're looking for something to do with your partner, it doesn't necessarily have to be something totally crazy. It can be as simple as just like teasing and edging the absolute shit out of each other for a couple days. Um, But yeah, those are my uh, those are my two little experiences. Probably never going to see Woody again unless I go to L.A. And Mr. Six, I don't I don't really know. Um. It's been kind of quiet, so I don't really know. Uh, I guess, like, a problem with me, too, is I'm never – I'm not someone who texts people first. Like, I won't – because of my ADHD, it's kind of, like, out of sight, out of mind. So I won't text you first. But if you text me, I will reply within 0.2 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, I will be engaging. I will, like – converse with you really well it's just I will never take the first step and it's just it's something that I have to work on I guess but yeah that's uh that's my uh little (laughs) update life update um I guess we'll have to wait until until next month for more escapades we are going to oasis next week though. So I will have a full report back on how that goes. It's like their 13th year anniversary. And so they're having this like big party and it's like lace themed. So I'm really excited. Um, and let's see, let's see what happens. Um, yeah, let's get on to questions of the week. Sahar, do you think a relationship with a guy who is nine years younger than me will work? (laughs) 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know him. He might be a once-in-a-lifetime situation where he's super mature for his age. But honestly, no. Like, absolutely not. Danger, danger, danger. Stay away. Save yourselves. I don't even need to give you an explanation. It is just a fat-ass no for me. That's all I'm going to say. Sahar, is it weird that I am 21, single, and a virgin? I just, I get this question a lot. Um, No. It is not weird. It is perfectly fine. To be honest, I lost my virginity a bit later than most people do. I was 20 when I lost it. And now when I look back, I'm actually grateful for the fact that I waited because by the age of 20, I was a lot smarter and I was obviously more mature than, you know, if I had lost it when I was 16. But all in all, there is no set out age where you have to have lost it. You know, everyone is different and everyone is on their own unique journey. If you are 21, single and a virgin, this just maybe means that, you know, maybe you haven't found anyone that has interested you and and become serious with. And, you know, no one has piqued your interest to experiment with. And that's fine. You know, I, I respect that you have maybe you have certain standards and, and, you know, and you won't settle for less. That's great. I think if I could go back in time and give myself any advice, it would be to focus more time and energy on myself in my early 20s. And also, like, obviously, have fun. But just, like, take things super chill. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. And experience life and and let it run its course, you know, and have fun. And I repeat, there is no age where you are expected to do anything. The same way me at 33 shouldn't be thinking, oh my God, I'm not married, I'm not pregnant like everyone else is. Like you should also at 21 not be thinking, oh my God, I'm still a virgin, da da da. Like none of us should be like taking society's standards and and putting it on ourselves. You know, we are all on our own paths and and you shouldn't change yourself or make yourself feel negatively because of society cuz honestly fuck society they fucking suck next question saha i thought i was totally lesbian until i met a guy and he is making me question my sexuality even though i would hate to have a dick in my face i can totally imagine fucking him i'm so lost okay so in my opinion, sexuality for some people is very black and white. Like there's a guy and he's like, I am 100% straight. I know it. That's what I am. That's what I'm always going to be. And that's fine. But I feel like for a lot of other people, sexuality is very, very extremely fluid. I don't think you should put yourself in a box and think that because you have a label You are part of only that club and you can't step your foot outside of it. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe you're a pansexual. Maybe in some cases, gender doesn't matter for you because if you find the person attractive, then you find them attractive and tamam, you know? Don't worry about labels, you know, and and do what makes you feel good. If you like him, if you want to suck his dick, Go for it. There is no lesbian police waiting to give you a ticket for breaking the law of the lesbian club. Do you know what I mean? Relax. 
don't worry about labels. Don't stress. And just do what makes you feel good. That's it. Don't worry about the labels. Next question. Do you use condoms with Blondie? Um, Okay. So with Blondie, I don't. We are fluid bonded. Um, We stopped using condoms. I think it was like six months into our relationship. Oh, side note. Another kink I recently found out is called a breeding kink. And it's when you really like get off on when your partner comes inside of you. I definitely have that. <laughs> but yeah, with, with other people, we we use protection. Um, oh, and I, and I also honestly want to take this moment to just, uh, I guess I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before, but just to reinstate that me and Blondie get tested very regularly because if you're going to live this kind of lifestyle in an ethical way and a responsible way, then you have to make sure that you're getting tested and staying safe. Um, and I think especially with me having MS, like I have to be super careful with, you know, all that stuff. Next question. Sahar, I found Tinder on my boyfriend's phone. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, and when I confronted him, he said that he only uses it to jerk off. What the f- Should I believe him? Fuck, bro. Like, Yanchi. <laughs> like, um, okay. Um, so listen, I, I apologize for what I'm about to say. Okay. But, but just know that what I'm about to say is, is being delivered with pure love. Okay. Pure love. Um, are you fucking stupid? (laughs) Like, do you have the IQ of a fucking peanut? Like, are you good? Like, girl, do we need to call the Guinness World Book of Records and tell them that we found the most Delulu bitch ever? Because what do you mean he uses it to jerk off? What the fuck? Like, have you and or him heard of something called the internet? Something called Pornhub? XXX videos, perhaps? A little OnlyFans? <laughs> like, why the fuck would he use Tinder with fully clothed girls to masturbate? Like, that does not, that doesn't make sense. Because when he has a whole fucking free buffet of lesbian, foursome, stepmom, bukkake, grandma, schoolteacher, orgy, octopus, vampire, librarian, porn ready available, why Tinder? Like, I'm sorry, girl, but your boyfriend is 100% being shady and you are just so delusional that you're accepting the bullshit he feeds you. So so unless you have a shit-eating kink, which I'm sure you don't, please stop eating the bullshit. Pashmam. Pashmam. I don't get it. What the fuck? Damn. Okay, well, that's all I have to say for today. Let's just leave it at that. I don't even know. 
Um, damn. Uh, I guess one other thing, oh, that I forgot to tell you guys in the life update. Me and Blondie went to an event uh, that the Field app was throwing. Um, it was fun. It was really cool. It was interesting to meet other people from this lifestyle and just, like, meet people, talk to them, see what their vibes are. I actually met this one Iranian girl, believe it or not, fuck yeah, who... Uh, is also a pro dominatrix and I started talking to her because we were both like oh my god I never see Iranians in this like community and she was like oh my god me neither that's why like we were both like freaking out because we were like oh my god you're cool and she's like no you're cool so I really want to have her on the podcast I think it would be cool um, I know we had Yaz on the podcast before who talked about um, being a dom um, but I know that you guys have a lot of questions and maybe just a little bit, you know, going more in depth into how to become one and, and the steps and everything. So uh, I'm going to try and have this girl on the podcast. And I think it's really, really cool. Um, she seems really interesting. And I'm just interested to get to know her more. Um, but yeah, uh, that is this week's episode. I love you guys. As always, send your questions in. Um, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.